3: Top of the morning to you. Welcome to C S C Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you at St. Paddy's Day. And everyone today, no matter what, they are Irish. It doesn't matter where they are, what they came from. They are Irish today. And they're hoisting their green. And maybe we'll see some little people. Maybe, you know, we see some little people. Well, maybe we can find that gold behind the rainbow, too. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you to give thanks and to praise you. First and foremost, I know, Father, that we, a Father, we are so much like children because we are children, just with a shopping list as we come to you. There are many, Father, that need, need your hand, need your comforting. They need you, Father. We all need you. But we thank you and we praise you for being the great I am that you are, the great Jehovah, Father and Creator of all life and Savior. Father, I again approach your throne asking you for your intervention for the J Sixers and all the others who are being persecuted father it is a holy war evil has just gone rampant in this country and it's because your children have been silent we just wanted to be left alone and tyranny has overtaken us i pray for president donald j trump I pray for the others who are wanting to fight him as they run for president. Father, I, fa- I pray that you will put it on their heart to back off. Now, that is my wish. But, Father, it needs to be your will. May your will be done. I can only judge what I see. Father, I ask that you will grant us courage and wisdom and discernment so that we can see that we could sift out the truth amongst all the lies. Hear your children as we cry out, Abba Father. May we be a repentant people and a repentant nation and follow the path you have laid before us. And once again, may America be your beacon, that shining light on the hill. For it is flickering, Father. It is flickering. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it is the green today, as everyone claims to be Irish. Everybody's putting on a little green. Well, maybe not everybody. There are a few. My husband forgot to wear the green. My mother had made these little, they're the little leprechaun green hats. She crocheted them for me years and years ago. And I made out of uh, nylon stockings, I made little... uh Irish potatoes, and we put them on top of those potatoes. He put, that he put one of those little hats in his pocket so he could say he had green. <laughs> I don't know what possessed him to do that, because he's never usually following the green. But anyway, he did that today. And I have an article here that I'm going to share with you, because it has something to do with an Irishman and our Revolutionary War. So I thought it was appropriate on St. Patrick's Day, remembering Hercules Mulligan the irish spy who helped save america whether of irish descent or not americans will be celebrating st patrick's day today a time set apart to honor the fifth century british-born christian missionary who was said to be a convert who said to he was there to help convert pagans of ireland festivals parades and religious services special meals and the wearing the wearing of the green regularly marked the holiday. There are lots of stories surrounding Patrick, including the claim that he drove snakes from the Emerald Isle. Most of those tales are impossible to verify. But as we enjoy this year's annual celebration, I know my brother, Phil, he'll be drinking some green beer. I'm not a beer person. I don't drink that stuff. But he'll be drinking some green beer. But let's turn our attention to another man with ties to Ireland and who may be, we may thank for America's early survival in the Independence War. His name is Hercules Mulligan. A Hollywood screenwriter or bestseller novelist could, wouldn't have been, a, wouldn't been able to have named him a better name or more colorful, do you think? Hercules Mulligan was born in Coleraine, Ireland a town 55 miles northwest of Belfast. The year was 1740. It was a difficult time to live in Ireland, especially for Catholics, where penal laws prohibited them from living freely or even owning a horse worth more than five pounds. That's tyranny, friends. That's tyranny. The Mulligan family were actually Episcopalians, though, but they decided to escape the heavy-handedness of their government and immigrate to America. So Hercules arrived in New York in 1746, where his father launched a successful career as an accountant. The youngster thrived, and when he became of age, attended and graduated from what is now Columbia University, but though back then it was called King's College in 1750. He tried his hand working with his father at his firm, but ultimately decided to open his own tailor shop instead. Hercules' career as a harbored asher would prove pivotal to not only his, long, his own life, but the future, the future of the fledging nation, America. As a tailor, Hercules Mulligan's customers included New York City's most wealthy, as well as the British officers who occupied and controlled the territory. The colonists had not yet declared their independence, but war clouds were gathering. Hercules was sympathetic to calls for separation, strongly influenced by his family witnessing the heavy-handedness of British rule and the discrimination in Ireland. In fact, Hercules even joined the Sons of Liberty, a secret political organization that plotted behind the scenes to overthrow the British in America. I want to talk about that Sons of Liberty later. You might remind me. When war came, Mulligan's tailor shop was well-established, and his friend Alexander Hamilton, <laughs> whom Hercules had lobbied to join the Sons of Liberty, recommended the Irishman to serve as a spy. They made good sense. He was married to Elizabeth Sanders, who was related to an admiral in the British Navy. Hercules also had the Irish gift of gab was friendly with many of the british officers and was well positioned to funnel information to washington's ragtag continental army when getting measured for requesting adjustments to their clothing the british officers often let slip sensitive battle plans there was two occasions where mulligan caught wind of plots to capture george washington he was then able to relay the Time-sensitive information to Hamilton thwarting the attacks. Without General Washington leading the army, most historians believe believe that the revolution would have been over. Hercules Mulligan was a devout member of the Trinity Church and famed New York City Episcopal Congregation dating back to 1697 and located at the corner of Broadway and Wall Street. Fans of the movie National Treasure will recall it was featured in that film. America's strength has long come from the diversity of its nationalities represented here, but especially its Christians, whose firm faith has helped guide and inform its moral and spiritual convictions. Patrick of Ireland is worth a recognition tomorrow today, but it is Hercules Mulligan, whose Christian faith and Irish grit and guts played a critical role in the nation's founding. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back.
4: Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, Our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I M M U N O 150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888 You'll be glad you did.
3: We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have our Irishman, Daniel Turner, with us. Daniel, how are you doing? Everybody's Irish. I am
1: Irish, and happy St. Patrick's Day to (laughs) you and your wonderful listeners.
3: Are you truly Irish?
1: Yes. My father's family is from the lovely County Kerry on the western part of Ireland, and last time I was there was about, I guess... Three or four years ago and saw some distant cousins. Cool. But we've been in America a very, very long time.
4: Yeah.
3: Me too. I'm just – I've been here so long. My family's been here so long. We don't know what we are. My grandmother, according to my mother, we're French, Irish, Scotch, Indian, English, and German. I guess that Irish and Scotch and then English all together is why I argue with myself so much. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, what's on your mind? We missed you on Tuesday. When Larry filled in for you, and he did an excellent job. So,
1: oh, well, that's great. You can great. be proud and of it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I am here in in, I would say, beautiful Alaska, and Alaska is beautiful, but let me definitely qualify it as cold Alaska because <laughs> here winter has not let up at all. It is still in the teens, and there are mm. – Ten-foot-high snow drifts on all the roads. Um, it's it's pretty remarkable coming to this part of the country and seeing how, how rugged the people are. But I guess winter will thaw eventually. Um, but, yes, here in beautiful Alaska, um, we had a, a good victory in that Willow project that was approved earlier this week. Yes. Um, with some caveats, right? I mean, Biden wasn't going to just give us the, this enormous oil and gas project without demanding things in return, which he did. Um, locking up millions of acres from future oil and gas development. The only reason why I'm not particularly afraid of that is because it's easily reversed by the next president. But I guess what's on my mind is it does show the little silly games we have to play with oh what is our land, right? I mean, these are this is our land. Uh, the, the 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 land belongs to the American people, of course, we want to be good stewards of it. Of course, we want to do things responsibly. Yes. But the fact that the people in Alaska, and I am a good 1,500 miles from where the Willow Project is. That's how big Alaska is. Um, But the people who want to develop this project are waiting for little bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., 9,000 miles away, to stamp some papers and determine, Mm -hmm. well, maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind it shows a larger problem we have in America. Who Mm. controls our lands? Not the governor of Alaska. No, he doesn't get to make that decision. Not the people of Alaska. No, they don't get to make that decision. Someone unelected in Washington, D.C., who couldn't find the Willow Project on a map of Alaska that said Willow Project on it, they get to determine whether or not Alaska can develop their land. And it's just a larger problem we have with how our government works. Way too many unelected people have too much power.
3: And constitutionally, they're not supposed to even have that land, but they just keep taking more and more. And I know I'm singing to the choir here, but that's what that Executive Order 14008 is all about, is to take more land. And that was something that piqued my interest, and I don't know if you heard it or not when President Donald Trump was speaking about what he's going to do when he's president again, when he's number 47, that um, he's going to give land back to the people. Yes. And I'm thinking, is he talking about freeing up all this land that the government has captured? Is he talking about that? Um, I i don't know. I'd like to sit down and talk with him. He's just always so busy.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it would well, be
3: interesting to have somebody like Donald J. Trump sit down with somebody like me, just plain old Beth Ann out here in the sticks, and let's let's have a – Let's have a talk about what's going on,
0: yeah.
3: and it would be interesting. Anyway, that's a dream.
1: It, it would be. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right, and let's see if we can make that happen. Because you're the type of, of of radio host who who should be asking these questions and has questions that that represent the the, the thoughts and views and concerns of of the American people, and especially of rural Americans. Um, we know how precious our land is. And we have precious little land, and as you know, the expression goes, "They're not making any more of it." So the fact that the government mm-hmm. continues to lock up more and more, there are certain states. I don't believe Alaska is the worst. I think it's actually Utah or Nevada. Mm-hmm. But yes. there are certain states where ninety ninety five percent of the of of the state is federal land, and and what does that mean for your housing prices? What does that mean for for development? What does that mean for uh, farming? It means land is so scarce that it's incredibly expensive, so it's not available to, to the average person. Um, and that forces people to to become permanent renters, and people who permanently rent don't develop equity the way homeowners do. So there are, you want to use the word systemic problems, there are systemic poverty problems by, by land policy. Um, and so it's a great point that the president makes, Land should be controlled by the states. It shouldn't be controlled by Washington, D.C. It shouldn't be controlled by Deb Holland. And I always remind people, and I know we talked about this on your show when it happened, but the head of the Bureau of Land Management, Tracy Stone Manning, was one of those tree spikers, one of those women who spiked trees in Oregon in the 1980s uh, and and with the purpose of trying to kill loggers. The only difference is that Tracy Stone Manning, cut a deal with the feds, she ratted out all of her friends who went to jail, and then she became an environmental activist. And she is the head of the Bureau of Land Management, 650 million acres of land she controls. She was the one who got to decide if the Willow Project went through or not. And you scratch your head and say, you should be in jail. You're an eco-terrorist, right? You're trying to kill loggers by spiking trees. And the only reason you're not in jail is because you're a rat. And these are the people who Joe Biden is putting in charge of of our country.
3: Don't you think that's what the woke and the left really are, though? They have no backbone. They're real brave because they've got a lot of people backing them and money backing them. And they've been promoting this lie for so long. And uh, I think it's time that my my uh, thing to my listeners today, and I'm going to tell you, too, because I know you do this every day, but. Put your Irish on and fight like an Irishman. We need to start yeah. fighting back. We need Absolutely. to stop listening to the lies, whether it's this transgender lie or whether it's this uh, lie of climate change. I don't know if you, you probably did not, but Tucker Carlson has really been going off on that. Last night he went off on – and I'm thinking, hmm – he went back so far, but he didn't go back to the acid rain. It started with the acid <laughs> rain. He went back to the global cooling and how we were all going to freeze to death. And he went back and he all the predictions these people have made, and not a single, not a single one of them has ever come to fruition. Not even close. Not even no. close. And yet we keep putting up with them.
1: No, and 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 besides being an enormous money drain, and 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 a usurper of individual rights and freedom right that's what the climate agenda does it takes away your value your, your liberty it takes away your property um but what i think what it also is a huge danger is it becomes this enormous distraction for what government should be doing again not an anarchist government does has a have a role um but just the way that the silicon valley bank i don't think its climate agenda is what made it broke but I do think its, its climate agenda was an enormous distraction on what they should be doing as bankers, which is determining whether or not they have sound investments, which is determining if they're over leveraged in the bond market, which is determining if they are over leveraged in, in subprime mortgages. Um, but you're not doing those things. If you have to have a a regular weekly meeting on climate awareness and green initiatives, and it becomes an enormous distraction. And and I I use that analogy also when it comes to our military. Joe Mm -hmm. Biden is always talking about how, you know, the generals, they tell me the biggest threat to our nation is climate change. Well, Russia loves to hear that. China loves to hear that as they send their, their balloons over our country, as they take down our drones in international airspace. Is our military distracted by being climate ready when they should be focused on real enemies? That's what climate change is. It's an enormous distraction as well.
3: It is. And also this uh, this confusion of who people are, the transgender and, and catering to all the absurd and the mentally ill. Nobody wants to say that out loud, but that's what it is. They're mentally ill and, and they're using them. They're using them. But. What does that do to our military? It weakens yeah. our military. And something else, and I wrote this in my Substack yesterday, and not necessarily promote my Substack, but I, I would like everyone to go and read it. But yesterday I made the point, the fentanyl that's killing our young people, they are the ones in military age. They're the ones that would be going and fighting for us if we need be. As well as the ones that, that they are Encouraging to trends into something else, Deb. Um, exactly. <laughs> they are they are the ones who would fight for this country. I'm too old. They don't want me. I'm too old and too short. But you know, that's we got to fight like an Irishman. We got to get our Irish on and fight every day, like you do.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Beth Ann, and we'll keep fighting here in Alaska, so and you keep fighting as well.
3: All right, thank you so much, Daniel. Appreciate all that you do, and thank you for sponsoring and helping the show out every month. I tell you what, we wouldn't be here without you. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Hope you have a safe trip back home when you do that. You're listening to CSC yes, Talk. Yes, you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Put your Irish on and fight like an Irishman. It's time, America. We start standing our ground. We'll be right back.
2: There's nothing wrong with global communication. public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only 750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send 750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri 65018 for your a short course in global governance.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow for the longest time i've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets but up until now i haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards
3: The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168. And use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. We have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have so much in front of me that I wanted to share with you, and I'm going to run out of time. <laughs> I said, can't we go three hours today? I'm pretty sure my affiliates are back there shaking their head. No, I know we can't go three hours. But Irish are known for fighting. And so my challenge to you today, and not just today, is for you to put on your Irish and fight. Fight for liberty. Fight for the children. They need your strength. Fight for the American business. Fight for the inalienable rights. Fight for truth. For justice. Fight for the Bill of Rights. For your free speech. Fight for the right to bear arms. Fight for your sovereignty. Fight for your life. Your liberty. Your right to pursue happiness and property and prosperity. Fight. Fight. For God, for family, and for country, and in that order. And fight, fight, fight. Put on your Irish and fight like an Irishman and bring America home. No more should you or I or anybody else stand down. It's time we stopped. Standing down. I have some articles here. And I promised you yesterday I was going to talk about the Are We the Byzantines. And it was, in, it was Constantinople and the Ottomans and the, the Byzantine. I always want to say Byzantine. We've got Byzantines that live around here. The last name it's Byzantine's empire. And uh, I have the article And I just think it's an excellent, excellent article. It's written by Victor Davis Hanson. It's not as long as some of his articles. Maybe that's why I thought it was fantastic. And I did read, I did make it part of my Substack yesterday with, so you could just go to Substack.com. If you have an iPhone, if you have a smartphone, download the Substack, um, app. I'm not the only writer there. There's lots of writers there. That you will enjoy, and maybe some you won't enjoy. Some of them are all, you know, it's about everything. There's people that are are writing about health and other things, and it's not all political. But America, the Byzantines, the Byzantines, or however you pronounce the name, we use a reader on our on our laptops and on Substack, and they were pronouncing it different ways all the time, so we're not sure which is the correct, but. They were overtaken because they fell because they were internally fighting all the time. They quit doing their duty to take care of their infrastructure and their army and their military or whatever you call it, their, their national security. They were too busy infighting over religious matters and language and that kind of thing. And they were overtaken. Now I'm putting it all very simplistically and and running through it very quickly. I will keep this article, and I will print off a, a clean one, it doesn't have my red marks all over it. Are we the Byzantines? They've never woke up in time to understand what they had become. Will America? That's Victor Davis Hanson. Are we the Byzantines? B-Y-Z-A-N-T-I-N-E-S. And I do encourage you. I put some other, some Beth spins on it. And um, I encourage you to download Substack and follow me there. I'm working really hard at trying to get an article on there every day, which takes away from everything else in the office because it just takes that much time. I have some bad news. Now, I it's been a long time ago that I had Patrick Wood. He also writes on Substack. He also wants you to pay to read his stuff on Substack, which I did not. But if I was going to watch the video that he put on there, I had to be a paid subscriber. So I did not watch his video. But the article he was linked to is coming from the Indo-Pacific. And it didn't have the date other than it was March of this year. But... I hope you're sitting down. Put your coffee down or your drink down or whatever it is you've got. Put it down for just a second because I don't want you to choke on it or gasp. Most of you have heard this word before or title. We've talked about it not recently, but we've talked about it before. We know it exists. The Trilateral Commission. They are calling 2023 Year one of the New World Order. That is what the fight in America is all about today. Globalism. The New World Order. The elite that are meeting and trying to convince you that climate change is an existential threat and we must all come together and fight it with lots and lots of dollars. It doesn't matter that California's going down. They're going to outlaw gas furnaces in California. Do they have to use a furnace there very often? Not very often, do they? Well, maybe in the mountains, but not in the city where they were.
4: Northern California.
3: I guess they have snow right now. They're all under the snow right now. absolutely. I'm just saying. They want to take your gas stoves. They want to take your gas furnaces. They want to take your gasoline-driven cars. They want to take everything you have you own. They are removing your sovereignty and turning it all over to the elite's trilateral commission. Is that what you want, America? Let's put our Irish on in and fight them. We must fight them. How do we do that when we have Joe Biden in office? He's one of them. Obama's running things. He's one of them. The the GOP, they're one of them. They don't care about sovereignty in America. Just their bank accounts. And I bet they're protecting their bank accounts. They have to collapse our banking system. You understand that, right? For this new world order. They have to take America down. What did it say in here? I was kind of laughing at it. I don't think I marked it up, though. America has been the holdout. But right now, with Biden, there's no holdout. There's none. Chris Christie. <laughs> oh, little Chris. He lo- he's the loser. How do you call it? The loser largest? <laughs> Rudy always gets a kick out of how I pronounce that. Largest. <laughs> loser. He's a loser. He's going to run for president, though. He's thinking about it. He hasn't actually thrown in his hat. He's thinking about it. He's going to, you know, wait another 45 to 60 days to see... I guess maybe going to find out who's going to give him millions of dollars to run for president against Donald J. Trump. He hates Donald J. Trump. He loved Donald J. Trump in 2016. He kissed up to Donald J. Trump in 2016. And then he was mad at Donald J. Trump because he didn't make him attorney general. Maybe he should have made him attorney general. I don't know. It didn't go well with what we did. (laughs) Trump didn't do everything right. So, I also have this article. That um, just came in this morning. I just got it this morning. And it's talking about the January 6th. This is exclusive from the Epic Times. The Internal Capital Police. Now, we go back to that day. All of us know where we were that day. We know what happened. There was a riot. We knew that there was going to be a lot of people in D.C. A lot. Huge, huge crowd. The one man, and I cannot remember his name. I can see his face. He's from New York. He's from New York. He's a New Yorker. He's a Trumper. And he said his guess was that there was a million people there that day. Well, they had been warned that there might possibly be three million people in D.C. that day. So the Capitol Police knew, when you have 3 million people, I don't care if you've got 2 million that are behaving. <laughs> You're going to have trouble. I don't care if you've got 2 million and 999 that are behaving. So it's misbehaving ones that'll make a difference. And they weren't prepared. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients, and it's alcohol free too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vine to bar. com. That's VINETOBAR dot com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at Bar dot com.
3: Rachel Campos-Duffy is coming to Jefferson City for Vitae Foundation's Don and Ruth Ann Schneider's annual pro-life events. As a published author and respected TV personality, Rachel began her career as a cast member on MTV reality series, The Real World San Francisco. Rachel is highly sought after for her unique views on politics, culture, and parenting. Rachel and her husband, former Congressman Sean Duffy, recently welcomed the birth of their daughter, Valentina, despite her Down syndrome diagnosis. Rachel supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which uses life-saving resources to effectively reach women facing unexpected pregnancies. Come see Rachel Campos Duffy at Vitae Foundation's Dawn and Ruth Ann Schneider's annual pro-life events on Tuesday, March 21st at the Capitol Plaza Hotel in Jefferson City, Missouri. Register for either the luncheon or dinner events at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one get one free pricing on My Pillows bed sheets, Giza Elegance My Pillows 6-piece towel set and Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com and use promo code BETHAN or call 1-800-978 And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's Friday show as you head into a weekend. Um, the sun is shining here in the state of Missouri, but it's cold out. We had a little setback. Winter is not giving up yet. I have, if you're into movies, if you like to watch movies, I have a suggestion for the weekend to, uh, or tonight if you've got time to find it or maybe you got it blow the dust off of it maybe it's sitting on the shelf but um far and away is probably one of the most um modern ones of that i watch on on saint Patrick's day and it is with nicole kidman and tom cruise when they were married at that time and it starts out in ireland and they come to america and it shows them trying to survive in america she runs away from her family. She's from an elite family in Ireland. Um, and uh, her family comes chasing after her. And I'm not going to be a... Uh, they don't like each other, her and Tom Cruise. He's. She considers him her boy, and he's supposed to be waiting on her hand and foot. And he ends up taking a job as a fighter. Now, how did he do that? Because he kept getting in fights. So fight like an Irishman. And then one of my very, 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 very favorites is The Quiet Man with John Wayne and Maria O'Hara. Again, about fighting. And it's a good, good movie. It's a clean movie. Both of them are, are fairly clean. Um, even Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. It's, um, got some comedy in it as well as, uh, The Quiet Man. Good movies. Fight like a, fight like an Irishman. So I have in my hand, and I just got it before I went on the air here, a story of how Ron DeSantis, it's his secret weapon to take out Trump in 2024. What is his secret weapon? COVID-19. It says here that Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, could ride his pandemic response to the 2024 Republican nomination over former President Donald Trump, if primary voters will have COVID-19 on their minds. DeSantis' approach to the virus and reluctance to lock down Florida's beaches and businesses helped propel him to national prominence as in the GOP. He did very, very well. But I heard Trump come out a few weeks ago. If you recall, everybody, everybody did shut down for a short period of time, including Florida. I don't hold that against any governor because we didn't know. I do hold it against Fauci and Burks. I do hold it against Mike Pence. And I do hold it against um the CP, CDC and the FDA and the, the ones that are supposed to be taking care of us. I do hold it against the who. The who, excuse me. The who who And Trump should have never gone along with it. But at that point, it was the governors making the decisions. And sovereignty in our Constitutional Republic gave them that authority. But it's an edge on Trump. Guess who's encouraging him to do this? Club for Growth President David McIntosh told the Washington Examiner, Trump closed down the economy and had economic decline as a result. Ron can say, no, I looked at the health data, and I said, I'm not going to close things. And look at how good it is in Florida. Yes, he did. He did a very fine job. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm going to give it to him. And I was a little disappointed that Trump couldn't fire Fauci, and now we know why he couldn't fire Fauci. But you remember, Pence was the head of that committee. The pandemic was a mess. And the Democrat cities and states are still trying to run your life because of COVID-19. I had something in here about uh, the lies of the other, where they, um, Pfizer and all that, they knew that the, they knew the jab was not effective and they forced it on everyone. Trump was never for that. Never. It says here, and this is coming from the Club for Growth, so I wanted to share this with you because I have my own opinion about the Club for Growth, and that takes me back to what I wanted to say about the Sons of Liberty. The Sons of Liberty were patriots, you know, and they were kind of quiet. Not too quiet, though. But all these conservative, non-for-profit organizations... They're not the Sons of Liberty. And that's what I wanted to tell you. Club for Growth is not the Sons of Liberty. Oh, that Ron DeSantis would reject their money. David McIntosh, who is the president of the Club for Growth, absolutely hates Donald Trump. Absolutely hates him. They had a fallen out, I guess, way back in 2016. I wonder what the reason for that was. Maybe it was the immigration. Maybe it was the wall. Maybe it was something else. Because, see, they're globalists. Trump isn't. So Ron DeSantis has to prove to me he's not what the Club for Growth stands for. The club is aiming to spend an upward of $150 million which is up for grabs, should a Trump competitor earn its backing. Club for growth is club against Trump. That means club for growth is club against make America great again, make America strong again. Now, I've given you the bad news about the Trilateral Commission. And I've given you some other news. And let me just share this. It just came in during the show. Rudy was showing it to me. And apparently something happened. And Trump's number one song on YouTube with the, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, J6 Sixers Choir or the?
4: J6 Prison
3: Choir. J6 Prison Choir. They accidentally got taken off. Well, they have since put it back on. Correct? Correct? Is that, am I correct? Yep. And it was an accident. But as they did that, what is now the number one song? The number one song today, and we're going to watch it here in a little bit, is Trump won, and everybody knows it. And they say Trump is unelectable.
4: So d- depending on which website I go to, they've got Trump won as number one, and right now the the uh, Justice for All with the J6 is back, back up. up to number two. Yeah. So
3: it's two Trump songs, number one and number two.
4: Depends on which, which one you look at, but yeah.
3: The article that sparked the fight was about the culture of fight that conservatives, Christians, have just allowed to let happen. We, The GOP, they'll fight for, they'll fight against certain things, but they won't come right out and say... They're mentally ill and we need to help them, not promote them. They won't come out and say that. Well, I did. I have for a long time. It's a shame. It's time that we stood up and we stopped standing down. Now the time for all good men to come, and women, to come to the aid of their country. We cannot trust the elected officials. We cannot trust corporations. We cannot trust conservative non-profits. It's up to us to bring America
4: home.
5: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? 796-2166 or send an email to beth at csetalkradio.com